Yo, this right here is how you write a rap. Tear the club up and never get invited back. I'm a survivor and it's the eye of the tiger cat. Rapping like I'm in a time attack mode title match. Combine a vinyl scratch, Final Fantasy, Spider-Man is final tap and that's exactly where my mind is at. I'm David Banner with better table manners. Made Atlanta home and maintain my English major grammar. Make space in your daily planner cause my vapors will make the paper jam in your laser scanner. I roll like a 20 sided diatribe with all of my stats maxed to 999 cause all of my rhymes are as solid as Flawless diamonds hauled out of Solomon's mines, probably already polished and shined. Kick, punch, it's all in the mind. My tongue's the pen of a ready writer, sit inside a Jedi minder that recognizes the force as the source of Shekinah. Left to find the narrow stretch with God's text as the primer. These written reminders given for my peers wet behind the ears. Look, I'm trying to sear your veneer, commandeer your career to the crowd's deafening cheer. I'm here in full gear. You need me, then come see me. Forget hell, I'm next hell with permission to speak freely. The broad path to destruction looks a lot like peach tree, so I pitch my TP on side. Priest discreetly. I want God to stick the truth where my teeth be so he can flee. These seductive sycophants so easily repeat with me. I beseech the one who died and decently between the thieves, servicing the least of these with the love that swoons. Cling to me, now bring to me your first fruits. Lace up your work boots. This is the game we play when others rush home for curfew. Hold on, let me get Alright, Dead in Hip Hop here at Moves Music. Uh, with the remnant, what's going on, fellas? What's going on, good people? How are you? So yeah, so you guys just dropped a, a project, a new album. Yep, yep. Right. Tell us a little bit about it. Cool. Well, um, project's called Indian Summer, and um, we put it out digitally this past Tuesday, and um, um, in limited scope, so you can just go to the Bandcamp and get it for remnant.bandcamp.com. Um, but it'll be staggered release. Um, we'll be putting it out. It'll be out everywhere, kind of um, towards the end of July or whatever. So um, yeah, so that's the project. Um, in terms of the scope and our thoughts behind it, we really just wanted to do something that um, Miley Cyrus could twerk to. Um, that was like our main focus. And um, when we went in in the lab, we came up with a really sad record. <laughs> it's a really depressing record. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's a lot of feelings that are happening on this record. We last time we did a record was um 2009 actually, um and it was um probably our most successful record to date. Um, we featured. A lot of soul. We really dealt with a lot of soul singers. So PJ Morton was on the album. Um, Deborah Killings was on the album. Who's done all the background work for Outkast for years. Um, Janelle Monae, Wonderland Art Society, did some production on the record. Um, I, I can't even. Oh, Scar, who did Outkast, Morris Brown, tons of other stuff. So that was like the focus of that last record. It was a conceptual record, really dealing with love and hip hop, kind of like a take on the love movement from um, Tribe. And um, really between that time and now, we've never really fit into like the current hip hop structure of like multiple mixtapes, albums, blah, blah, like we don't flood the streets with releases. It, it takes a lot of time. Cause I think we're just kind of of the thought that if you don't have anything to say, just don't say anything. And that's something that's, that discretion isn't normally taken with today's hip hop artists. So it took that much time of experience to really get this next record out. And um, Indian summer, like the season, it's, um, it's, you know, you have the hot, hot summer like we're experiencing in Atlanta right now. And that Indian summer is really falls into the fall time and the autumn time. And it's when you think it's all over with. 
another gust or another another um, influx of that weather comes back, and that's what we really feel like is this project or the art trajectory of our music is that we we honestly thought we were done as a group after that last record, and um, we just kind of felt like you know what we got some more to say. So we get beats from wherever we can. Um, so Deacon from Kind of Linguist did a couple of the beats on the record. Uh, our good friend Jules, who's here tonight, um, he did a couple of the beats on the record, and then. A uh, guy from Sweden who just randomly emailed us a couple years ago and actually produced about half of our last record. Yeah. He did some of the beats on this record too. Absolutely. And then our DJ uh, put in put in the extra work. So yeah, we really just grabbed um, the music that we got from Cunning Linguists really set the tone for the whole project. As you know, there's lush orchestrations and a lot of movements and things like that. And when we heard that, we were like, yes. We want that replicated. So all the other production kind of fell under that um, that umbrella. And uh, so, yeah, and you know, they're highly emotive artists as well too. So uh, that's, they just write what the music tells you too. So that's that's ultimately where that came from, so yeah. yeah. That's something I noticed a lot between your last album and this one. The last one was a lot more, for lack of a better word, is happier. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I definitely noticed the second I put this on, I'm like, Wow, they're not happy. They're not happy anymore. <laughs> yeah. Something happened. I was reading the write-up you guys had about the summer because we were we were vibing about this outside. Yeah. I hate the summertime Yo, too. It's not a game. It's the worst, it's the worst season worst. of the right. year. Absolutely. I would. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm talking about down here. No, this, yeah. it yeah. here. This is This is when you see the chicks. This is when you get in the pool. Yeah. Look, it is hot. I got a girlfriend. I can't swim. That negates everything you said. So, so yeah. I mean, that was a con. Thing. You, did you want to make a darker record? Or is this just kind of how the album came together? You know, it's, I, I, don't, I can't speak for Tribes, but I know like, so Questlove has been around promoting this book, um, Mo Meta Blues or whatever. He's talked about the string of artists that are do departure records, right? It's the, after their most successful record, they end up being self-saboteurs and doing something that is completely different than what they did before. Most times, a lot of people don't like it. So after Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie, you get Secret Life of Plants and stuff, right? Yeah. After, um, you know, um, shoot, man. Uh, even if you take a look at, he talked about how, like, you know, even the Beatles. If you if you look at um, um, when Sgt. Pepper came out, that was actually the departure record. It just ended up being as successful, yeah. if not more successful, than the previous. And so I feel like unconsciously that's what happened with us on this PB and uh, the last record was called PB and J. After we released that, we were like, yo, this is great. We got good, some good write-ups and just tons of people reaching out to us out of everywhere. Um, but when we sat down to do this, I just think life happens. Like, honestly, no one wants to talk about that in hip-hop. Like, life can happen to you. And when it does, um, the music should reflect that. It ain't, it, ain't all, it ain't all lovely. You don't always get answers to your questions. Sometimes things just die. Like, the first real song on the record is called Dreams May Die, which kind of takes off of um, Outkast. You know, You May Die off of um, AT Aliens, I think, is how that record starts. And so, it's. Um, I just think it, it deals with the unfortunate fortunate side of life and um, we want you to cry that's what we're trying to do like tears nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me answer this how did life bring both of you guys together uh, we met in college in 1999 we all stayed in the same dorm so there was a fire drill one night that cleared all the dorms out and me and the other guy who moved back to California 
we're talking about Busta Rhymes, because he had just come out with Extinction Level Event. That record is amazing. And uh, and then Adam Bean, Adon Bean, my apologies. Uh, Get it right. Yeah, he uh, he overheard us and sort of shoehorned his way into the conversation, and we couldn't get rid of him after that. He just yeah. sort of stepped around. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, we met in college, and um, it's been um, and uh, we just uh, have kept moving, you know, since then. And I think that between that record, between the last record and this one, like. We lost a member, you know what I'm saying? Like that dude he just mentioned, he's back in Cali right now. Um, he's just John. Um, so he's out there, um, just a lot of different things. I'm talking about relationships we've lost. Um, we've got people who've lost parents in their life. Like it's just, you know, things get real, you know what I mean? So that's ultimately uh, where it happened. So I think really what's interesting, like I was thinking about it today, is like it feels like our How I Got Over record, you know what I mean? From, from, um, from the roots when they were really discussing like being at that like you know middle age point in their life now we're not middle age at all but just them being at that stage in their life and what you got was i love that record by how i got over like probably my favorite record one of my favorite records in the last five years um and so i feel like this is you know similar for us in that regard so a song called mark my words um which features shante can who's an amazing vocalist. Um, she's been featured on Foreign Exchange projects. She's right now doing background for NDIRE and she has a record coming out soon. Uh, we've got, in addition to Cunning Linguist, we've got Shanta Cam, we've got Cameron Corvey, who's another um, soul singer here in Atlanta. Uh, uh, has done some work with Slum Village um, most recently. Um, and then um, another acoustic um, kind of folk singer named Micah Dalton is, is on the record. Also Jojo Martin, who's singing background for people. Oh yeah, yeah. JoJo's the home, and all of the features that are contributing to the album from a vocal standpoint are just—they're integrated so well into the music, you know. And and from the, from the spoken word piece right into the mark my words piece with Shante Khan, it's like, man, like everything was just sequenced so well together. Yeah, I agree. That was that was absolutely my favorite part of the entire record was when it goes from the Quez piece, which I'm gonna sound like a stamp, but whatever. That part where he's where he's talking about Hitler, I picked up on it immediately, but when he started doing the German, goosebumps. He's a monster. Yes, yeah. and then when it went into the track, I was like, man, what the hell? <laughs> These dudes are crazy right now. He's like a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's um Thank you for that sequencing. The, the guy you just saw, uh, Jules, um, John Song, this is our easily our most well-produced record. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Like we got the opportunity to record in top line studios and it's just been, um, and, and it shows up. Like a lot of indie projects, as y'all know, they sound like indie projects. They might be good, but they sound like independent projects. We really tried to work and harness it so that this, had even if the con concepts might not be something you find in the mainstream, the quality of music is still going to be on par with that. You know, in, in regards to from a technical engineering perspective. So I'm I'm just happy to hear that it was received that way. Honestly, at least to us. Yeah, definitely, yeah, it's definitely yeah. a record you feel like the last year. It was always like that. That yeah. I like this shit, but this I was like, these guys are really getting deep. Not that you weren't deep before. No, no, no. We but probably. this album, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really feel like I mean. You're gonna think I'm crazy, but I think this is your best work. I definitely think, think so, this is your best. Oh, okay. I yeah, go, you know, because I know you were saying it was supposed to be your last album, but yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, you can't do that. Nah, yeah, you can't yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, with the people that's not like familiar with your work and they're new to you, like, what would you say to them for is like 
what sound should they expect when they pick up your album? Like who, like anybody that you think you may pull inspiration from, or like somebody new coming to you, like what, what, what should they expect to hear from you guys? The first thing they should expect is that both of us are really, really, really good at rapping. Um, like really top notch. We just are. Yeah, I mean, and it doesn't make sense to apologize for that or to try to cover it up <laughs> because, I mean, we're just good. We're really good. And it sounds like I'm exaggerating or bragging. I'm not. We, I mean, <laughs> yeah, this is me being humble right now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we listen to all kinds of music, but we love hip hop. And so we made a, a rap record. So. so yeah, I mean, I would I would say like, you know, everyone who hears they normally say like, oh y'all like alternative, and I think they say that we pull from kind of the native tongue community, which is awesome. That's a, that's a great compliment. But alternative is such a huge umbrella because. Like, the native tongues don't sound like atmosphere, but they're both considered alternative music. And I'd say we pull from, you know, Rhyme Sayers as much as Quantum and Black Alicious and, and uh, Lyrics Born and them dudes as much as we pull from, you know, uh, Trinidad James. He pulls from Trinidad. <laughs> okay. He pulls no. from Trinidad James. And you're more Crime mob. I'm more, <laughs> what's more? Uh, what's more? Um, you yeah. should drive a Porsche. Porsche <laughs> Man, I listen to that thing on repeat. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I think, um, yeah. So I think that that's there. I, I, I probably hear the most, the the, the most complaints that we normally get is that, um, is that like two things. People even say that. Like y'all really rap, like which I think is like their way of saying, oh, like you're in Atlanta, so you actually put words together and rhyme per se, as opposed to like, you know, like mood music or like you know, kind of like prong or whatever that is. People are still using that term. I don't know, but trap um, music, trap music, whatever they call it, ratchet. So. Um, so I think we hear that, and then just that we have a lot of words. We combine a lot of words, and I think that normally just has to do with the fact that we're both English uh, majors um, um, at Morehouse, uh, where we went to school, and um, and so I think that that ultimately just comes out a love of words, you know. So if, if uh, you know, we never sacrifice emotion for words. Like if, if you can say a smaller word and get the same point across, we might do that. But you know, I love to we love to make words rhyme. So. That's always gonna be there. I don't know if this bumps in the wisp people. That's all. I'm trying to say. I don't know if it will. However, it might give you a low hum in the wisp. So we have a writer who he's one of your biggest fans. His name is Matt Baird, and I promised him I'd ask him a question. So he wanted to know how did you guys meet Deacon the Villain, and what's it like working with him? Oh, okay. Um, so. Um, it's everything you dreamed. <laughs> no, um, how do we meet and what's it like working with them? Um, so, um, actually, Deacon, um, not to make it a long story, but basically, Deacon went to Morehouse. Like we, we all, we were all in undergrad. We were super young though, and, and Cunning Linguist has gone on to do amazing work. And we just kept track of them. We actually ran into, I actually ran into Deacon um, at a church I was attending to, uh, attending, and he was working sound. And um, we just kept building from there. 
but um, but ultimately what it's like to work with him, they send you, they will craft like a skeleton track that sounds cool, but it's just cool. Like, and you write to it, it's open for whatever. You record your music to that, and then you give it back to him, and then he's like a, a wizard, a, a wizard, and, a, and it's like an apothecary deal. Yeah. It's like a cauldron. He like will send it back to you, and there'll be a thousand different layers added onto it. And him and No work similarly in this way too. It's just like what it originally starts as is nothing compared to what it ends up being yeah. as. So it's it was amazing. We were getting back songs like, was oh, this as good as I think it is? Like we were asking each other because we're really, <laughs> like we're listening to it like it's somebody else, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's really, really, really dope, dope producer.